BBC Six Music Podcasts. Six Music. This is a free download from the BBC. Find out more at bbc.co.uk slash sixmusic. And now, Russell Howard and John Richardson. Well, thank you very yeah! much. Yeah! <laughs> 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 Nobody really saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for downloading the podcast. Oh, God, thank you so much. Get me on my knees and I'll thank you all individually. Oh, is that too far? Hideous offer, yeah. Didn't that girl do that in Japan? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is the podcast. What? No, hang on, what happened in Japan? Well, Alexa not... Chung, wasn't it? The uh, adult film star who tried to break the record. For... Is that Alexa Chung? It does. Oh, shut up! <laughs> I've got the name wrong. Yeah, it was yeah. something like that. Oh, my <laughs> God! <laughs> oh, I realised who she is now. Yeah. Oh, no, it was. Oh, what was the name of that? I was just on about oh, getting Annabelle my name. Annabelle Chung. Annabelle, Annabelle Chung. Yeah, yeah. That was and also, she's got <laughs> vicious teeth. I wouldn't let her near it. <laughs> Thanks for downloading the podcast, which fluctuates fascinatingly at the moment. I think this everyone in the top chart of podcast has been going a while now. So it's just like if two people download it on the same day, suddenly you're fifth. And then if no one downloads it, you're 24th. Can't work it out. It's to do with new downloads. That's that's how the chart Well, that's what I mean. But no one's really getting that many. The top few are constant, but because we don't get much press and the ones around us don't, it swings on a sixpence and you go from 7th to 28th to 22nd. So tell your mates about it. Oh, we've been been saying that for years, Matt. I'll I'll just send an email out or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll look at this. uh, Yeah, he was in coronation. (laughs) Well, given that, see how how easily Matt delves into the world of technology when it takes him five minutes to scream out a web address. (laughs) Right, all sorts on the show. Um, we had a bit, bit of China, a bit of chat about dogs, a bit of chat about holidays, all kinds of stuff. We'll mix it together. Hopefully you will enjoy. Thank you very much for downloading it, and we'll see you on the other side. BBC. Six Music. John had a bit of an incident getting in this morning, didn't you? The snow was trying to stop you. Oh, one lane open on the motorway. Yeah, I got... Which stops people crawling along in the middle lane, at least. But, you know. Not if you're a National Express coach driver. Why wouldn't you just plough through the snow? You've only got a coach full of innocent children and passengers, probably not wearing seatbelts. Probably just dreaming floor up, it, son. You'll be fine. Probably dreaming of playing football on their own. Git. And Cardiff City fans. Cardiff City fans speeding in the fast lane that's clearly entrenched in snow, setting off at six o'clock in the morning for a game that kicks off at four. I just lo- slow down, lads. I love the idea of you screaming, It's clearly entrenched in snow! <laughs> Good Someone's God, people! The snow is blustering hither and dither, and yet you would seek to get there quicker. I don't know what they're rushing for. Just football. Are you mental? It's football. It kicks off at four. They're not going to miss it. Get your seat. Get Come on, Ryan. Get in the car. Jesus. We're only going to be there at one o'clock at this rate. You want three hours sitting on my ass in the snow, complaining about London and how you can't get around it. You you have to rush for football. That's one of the laws of life. Yeah, rush, but set off at a normal time. Don't that is are they setting off for like how dare you talk around not setting off you've set off early for set stuff. off in ample time if you were going to see Rick Stein you'd set off two hours early well Rick Stein live at Wembley no wait is he doing d- a concert tour now oh, is right, he he's got so rich when you see Omelet no he's cooking for you and he oh, says, is he and he says right come round my house you're setting off early yeah there you go this but is I'm not speeding through the snow if I know I'm going to arrive if six he's leaving, hours early if he's leaving messages on your phone every so often that you're picking up on voicemail that goes oh John oh you want to be here it's cooking up in my kitchen you're flooring it I'm not flooring it I'm not breaking the law for Rick Stein <laughs> Rick yeah, Stein and I'm not endangering my life better to get there safely than not at all he's sending texts that just say mm. I'm not reading it I'm not when I'm driving you're I'm pulling over until I get there anyway you pulled over you looked at it oh you Bogestein. Why do you tempt me? You're speeding. Bogestein. 
Sounds like a German spoof film that we should write. Just hands off me. Just me for a couple of seconds. John is currently putting on his uh, his fat suit. Uh, do you want to describe to everyone what you look like? Yeah, go on. John looks a bit like a big uh, a big turd. With truth be told, a great big turd. Um, I haven't put it on yet. He's got heaving bosoms. How big would you say your breasts are? Look at the tits on John, everyone. They are. They're they're proper monsters. I'd say as big as a fat baby's head. That's the size of John's knockers, which he's currently pushing up as they slap into his face. Adam Hudson has just touched his nips. Uh, You've got the look of a nun who was a bit of a player in her day, John, if you don't mind me saying. Yeah. Uh, How does it feel being fat? Um, It's quite light, to be honest. Why haven't you got your wig on? I ain't wearing no wig. This is bad enough. Let's. Oh, he touched him! Don't do that! Don't do that! That's disgusting. <laughs> don't, honestly. No, don't really. That's really wrong. Don't rub your breast, mate. It looks really disgusting. Actually, I'm, I quite like this. I'm going to have to ask you to stop that. I'm quite comfortable now. Stop doing it. <laughs> oh, seriously, mate. There aren't many things that don't lean back. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> John just went downstairs, everyone. That was disgusting. <laughs> I did just go downstairs to Radio 2 to get my porridge. Is that what you call it? Yeah. <laughs> what a long metaphor. So, um, um, right, just what? this, 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 uh, this whole forfeit saga. Yes. Whose forfeit is this? It's your forfeit. And what was your forfeit? Uh, my forfeit was to go on holiday and uh, have photos taken with, uh, with an "I Love John Richardson" T-shirt. Yeah, did you do that? I didn't, mate. No. I and find and am I doing this? You are, mate. Yeah. Yeah, you're the better man. Yeah. Now we're doing forfeits uh, this week. We've got. Have you got any to read out? Oh, I'm hot now. All right. Mm. Forfeit. Wa- <laughs> Stop touching them. Forfeit. Walk around. It's like having Eddie Murphy in in. Uh, forfeit. Walk around Cardiff with mildly anti-Welsh placards. That's quite good. Uh, the loser has to go uh, into busy part of Oxford Street with a portable ghetto blaster tracksuit and break dance for a minute. That's quite a good one. That's quite a good one, actually. We could do that. Stop. Don't show me your pubes, mate. I'm trying to read things out. Adam. He. No. Don't point at me. He showed me his pubes. Stop it. Off. Oh. Oh, what are you doing? Seriously, you pig? <laughs> We're trying to do live radio. <laughs> if you hadn't got a suit with the full bits on it, I wouldn't be showing you. It's only fair you oh, see what, st- what, stop it. what it's like being a fuller lady trying to broadcast these days. Well, it's not, yeah, but you don't see people doing that. This is why they're... You don't are... see fat DJ ladies waggling their quims at their co-presenters. <laughs> no, you Jesus. don't. And maybe you should if this was a fair and just society. Free Tibet and more of this on the radio. Yeah, free Tibet. Shining I think. Now. Yeah, exactly, quite literally. Pink. Hello, Russell and John. I think the forfeit for the news quiz this week should be to do an A-level maths paper. Sod that. Already done one. Got an A. Move on. For a forfeit, you have to write a ten-page book story about the other one. I don't know if you ever heard that I got maths A-level. Well done. Um, Yes. V equals U plus A-S or something. And now you're dressed as a big fat lady showing your imaginary... V squared equals U squared plus 2AS. Right. uh, So we're going to have to write... The loser has to write a story about the other... Uh, entitled The Adventures of John Richardson or Russell Howard. The theme has to revolve in some way around Cheese and Mark Lawrenson. Okay, so that's what we're playing for. It's news quiz time. Ready for this? Uh, Where are the questions? Come on, girls. Right. Question number one. In Nebraska, a man cannot... Or In Nebraska, it is illegal for a man to punch a duck. True or false? Um, true. True, says John. If you're in Nebraska now, grab hold of a duck, punch it merrily. They can't do anything. The pigs have got nothing on you, man. Where where, where, do you get that? Uh, My head made it up. Well, how do you know it's not? I'll prove it. One nil. Rack them up. That's one nil to me. (laughs) 
You're I'm lying, lying so that you win your weeks and then when I win you don't do your forfeit. No. Here I am, sat here dressed like a friggin' idiot. It's fine, you look good. Here we are, next question. An American woman's body had become attached to her boyfriend's toilet after she sat on it for two years. True or false? Oh, you've probably changed the statistics because it's true. She got moulded to the toilet, but you've probably changed it from like, it was actually one year, 11 months and 30 days. Hey, mate, can I just say this? Calm down. No. Calm down. True. Have a squeeze on your breast. It is true. 2-1. Hannah Gertie from Wakefield can fit five mini baby bells into her mouth. True or false? False. False, says John. Michael, did you make that up? I did. Michael Carrick... Br- Is there a Hannah Gertie? I just thought of it. It was a cool name. Michael Carrick broke his sister's clarinet when she was 12, and she's still a bit sore about it, even after all these years, he claims. False. Damn it. <laughs> so it's 3-2, John. Last question. Can John- I get verification on that as well? Absolutely, my friend. Of course you can. Final question. Beach donkeys finally have new rights. They are now legally not allowed to give someone weighing more than eight stone a lift. And they're also allowed one day off per week. But, here's my question for you, John. What would a donkey rather eat? Is it a carrot or chocolate? 5-4 to me in the news quiz. I'm a donkey. You offer me a carrot or chocolate? What would I rather take? Carrot. Carrot. (gasps) Apparently they love arrows. There you go, that was the news (laughs) 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 quiz. That was this week's news quiz. No, no, no. (laughs) What do you mean, no, no, no? No, no, the time has come to even stop joking about this. (laughs) Go on. What? No, I wasn't going to say anything. What? what, uh, All that last question. No, no, no. Get out of rhythm. Your vixen little fingers away from your magic board and pressing buttons. Yeah. Talk me through that last question. The last question, my friend. I'll repeat it for you. I heard the question. I want extra supply. I want to know where you found out how it's true. I, I, I'm coming from the perspective. You've as made a man- this up, haven't you? Hey, you've I'll- completely whoa. made this up. Hey, whoa. I'm coming from the perspective of... Uh, don't, I don't care which perspective you're coming from, unless it's the perspective <laughs> of someone who read that as a fact on the internet and Have- made it up as a question. Now, Diane Fossey in um, Gorillas in the Mist... Almost had... She felt like she was a gorilla at times. This is absolute cack. I'm a bit like that with donkeys. I, do you know, I've seen... I've you se- are a donkey, I've and seen that's a lot what of you them. thought. I've you thought, seen- I'm a donkey, I'd like to kiss a donkey, and I like arrows. Therefore, all donkeys like arrows. It's a similar line of thinking, I'll grant you. It's false. That is false. No, you don't know that. Unless somebody's got a donkey and a chocolate and a carrot, we can't prove Watch it. Watch that being scrubbed out there. Oh, don't scrub it out. Five all. Oh, Right then, well, uh, listeners, you're going to have to text in a question. Now, uh, we have Charlotte on the line, I think. Hello, Hello. Charlotte. Hello, how are you? I'm right, thank you. How are you doing? Very well indeed. Um, we, you've got the, the question to decide who's going to win the news quiz. I do, yes. But before we do that, a bit of housekeeping. Um, wh- how old are you? What are you doing? That sounded really dodgy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just a f- I didn't mean like that. I didn't mean it as in... No, how- no, no, no. It's fine. Uh, I am 20 years old, and I'm currently uh, sitting in my room watching it snow. Lovely stuff. And listening to you, of course. Oh, how nice. Now, I understand you got your uh, your question from a Rolf Harris book. Is that right? I did indeed, well, yes. And if, if Rolf doesn't know what's right, who does? Fire away. Exactly. Aim the question at John. Right. Currently okay. fumbling with his gargantuan breasts. <laughs> if you can picture him sort of kneading his tits as you question him, that would be great. We it's all need my picture. tits. Here we go. Here we go, Charlotte. Okay, right. How many days 
can a cockroach live for without its head? Is it six or is it nine? Hmm. Either way, well done, the cockroach. Absolutely. Um. I've, mm, yeah. Just, I'm, just, I'm just imagining Rolf next to it going, one day, well done, man. <laughs> Two days, I was going to rip of this one. I think for nine days. You think nine? Can you please, Charlotte, can you answer him in the style of Rolf Harris for me? Is that allowed? Oh, blimey. Go on, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> you could do an impression of Rolf Harris doing an impression of a 20-year-old lady. Do you know lady. the answer? I know I the answer. I do know the answer, oh. yes, but my impressions aren't up to much at all. It's right, it's fine. Okay. Go for Nine. it. Nine. There you yeah. go. So John was right. I have no idea what that Sorry, Charlotte. That was a fantastic impression. Well done. <laughs> I, don't, I think you're being kind with your praise. It was Australia via Ireland, and there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that trip. Um, well but, done to you, the <laughs> Thanks very much for the question. I hope you have a fantastic Sunday. J- uh, I, I lose, but never mind. Nice to speak I'm to you. I'm terribly sorry. That's all right. It's not, it's not your fault. But I win, which is the good news. Absolutely. Oh, very good. Yeah, exactly. All right, Sean. Swings and roundabouts, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, well, take care. Russell Howard and John Richardson on Six Music. Hi, guys. Uh, if you, Russell, John or Fordy, had to carry the Olympic torch, who would you burn with it, Nick? That's a good question. Got to be Clarkson, isn't it, straight away? The Chinese regime. Oh, take mm, that. Mm, mm, mm. Say it now while it's still in fashion. Or Clarkson. Why Why has... Yeah, Clarkson. You'd I watched a programme about him... Uh, driving to the South Pole or the North Pole right. in a 4x4, four four, right. and Hammond was on Huskies with a sledge. Yeah. What a tit that man is. <laughs> he certainly An is. An absolute but loved. tit. And I watched it thinking, he clearly d- he kept going, if this car goes through the ice, I will die. And you think, I know you don't die, because I'd have seen it, but part of me... I can't switch it off in case maybe he at least loses a finger or something. Well, you wanted to be a seal with a blowtorch, didn't you, at that moment? Yeah, I always do. Just, <laughs> always just, do. Just slightly off ahead. Joke's on you. Can you weld? Can I? I There you go. Um, <laughs> what was hideous about that is a very good seal impression, slightly hampered by your gargantuan chest. Um... Yeah, and he hey, was drinking way, a gin and tonic while, whilst he was driving. Oh, right? come on now. Is and those th- of you thinking about texting in because I'm drinking and driving, I'm on international waters. Well, why don't you have some responsibility for the fact that this is airing in a country where people aren't on international waters, you complete arse. We've just had a really good uh, text that says, Hooray, finally, it's snowing in the, in the north. I've been envious uh, all the way through your show but now uh, they're loving the snow, apparently. And Adam Hudson has just had, uh, who is our producer, has just had a lovely text message photo of your cousin, or not your cousin, your nephew. My nephew, yeah. He's seen snow for the first time. What a lovely touch. Great day for people in the city who never get to see the snow. Oh, what we should do, we should maybe sort of get people to text in their favourite snow-based sort of stories, adventures and whatnot. Mm. I once saw my sister, there's a brilliant collection of photos of my sister going arse over tit delightful when she's about eight and you see three shots the first one is her skidding on the ice second beginning to go third crying on the floor and you can see my brother out of which one's funniest the one on the floor of her crying because my brother's in the background both his fists in the air (laughs) just kind of going like that with that lovely it could have been me but it wasn't what's your email uh, it's from Colin Cherry. And I believe it concerns fear of snow. It does, yeah. When my son, age three, saw snow for the first time, he chose the latter of the options of fight or flight and soiled himself. 
uh, and then ran to his bedroom, which he didn't leave for several hours. He's since been diagnosed with kyanophobia. I think that's how you say it, the fear of snow. Right. This morning, my son, who is now six, is in his bedroom with the curtains drawn and watching DVDs. He will probably now stay there all day, and if it snows tomorrow, he will not go to school. We can't even let him see snow on the telly. Wow, I bet you when he's being naughty, his dad just goes, We're walking in the air! And he starts weeping. Imagine that at Christmas, though. You wouldn't be able to watch anything, would you? Well, the snowman's gone straight away. Lying the witch in the wardrobe, knackered. Do the loop, the loop, Santa! Can't watch that. Yeah. Can't, you can't pelt your brother or sister in the face with a snowball that may have a stone in it. Although you could, when he's like 21 and he conquers his fear, and all his friends are out in the snow going, Ha! Where's Michael? He's scared! And then he comes out from underneath the snow. He must fear snowmen. Yeah. I bet he's punched That's now. fair to say. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> it's time that we go live to Matt Ford at the scene. Matt Ford, are you there? Hello, Britain. It's Matt Ford here, live at Oxford Circus and the uh, the destination, the location of the protests. But uh, not just protests, um, welcoming uh, some people. <laughs> There's an ideological divide on uh, Oxford Street. On one side, people welcoming the torch, and on the other side, people really not too keen. Which side are you on, Matt? Yeah, it's growing tenser. I've got to say, guys, there is a mood in the air. Oh, really? Yeah, I feel really zeitgeisty. I feel like I'm, I'm here at the, uh, you know... Oh, you think something the, big's going to happen? Horizon. We could be about to make broadcasting history. Absolutely. And we could make mint off this as well. If we make sure we do this properly, if something big happens for you, you report it like a reporter yeah, and we share the royalties. Six Music's reputation as the home of investigative journalism. And, yeah. and make, make sure you get a catchphrase out, like, Lordy, Lordy, it's Matt Fordy, or something like that. Yeah. All right, guys, yeah, it's Matt Ford for the BBC here down at Oxford Circus. There's now uh, quite a bit of excitement in the air. There's a lot of police outriders. It feels a bit like um, that scene in Ghostbusters. Where they, uh, where they get the crowds are gathered. Yeah, right. In the library, when all the, the ticker tape goes everywhere. No, no, the bit, the bit near the end, you know, they're all lying in the streets going, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. <laughs> are people go shouting and, um, Ghostbusters? Get the building somewhere. Right. Right, mate? Are people shouting Ghostbusters? Is there, like, no, chanting no, going really on? really shouting anything. Is there ectoplasm everywhere? See if you can, <laughs> see if you can uh, get something going. Get a chant going. Something really got, inappropriate. You've got to be very careful at these sort of things, not to inflame the situation. Well, well, don't inflame it. Simply shout out, download the Russell Howard and John Richardson podcast. <laughs> shout, you that. shout that one yeah. when the sugar bears no, come back. No, shout it now really loudly. What, what is the no, six don't music do it line on, on, on Tibet, by the way? Hey? Six music well, doesn't have a line on Tibet until they release an album. Yeah. Ah, um, oh, nice. Uh, well, it's, it's difficult, Fordy, just isn't it? Shout I, that. I Stop wanted that. to send you to the just Tibet shout protest. Sh- shout out, download Russell Howard and John Richardson. No, do it, do it when the torch is going past, because then there'll be loads of people doing reports. Good thinking. Yeah, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll do it know. then. Good Sky thing. News here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what you have to do. I've got to say, can, can I just make one uh, one point before, before we just sign off on this bit? Of course you can, my friend. The police are actually doing a cracking job here. They're getting the balance just right between crowd control and uh, and taking the sting out of the situation. All right. They're being very pleasant to everyone, letting people know where the designated protest areas are. And I've got to say, they're doing the government proud this afternoon. As well, Tessa can you, can, said. What, can you please shout that out? Can you shout out, the police are doing a great job now, really loudly? Shout out, let's hear it for the pigs. Let, let's hear it. <laughs> 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 I can't say that, mate. No, shout out, shout out all the lads who got out of that bacon wagon are doing a smashing job. I don't mind shouting some, uh, some messages of support. For the shout guys. out, please shout out as loud as you can. Three cheers for the police. Hip, hip, hooray. Go on. Really loudly. Go on. Oh God! Do it, Fordy! Oh, Come on, this is live radio. This is your moment. No, because you might get arrested. He now won't get arrested. He's just saying, he's saying a good. Go on, Fordy. Go on. Just, just, I don't mind shouting uh, 
Well done, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> did a great job out there. We'll get home with something. Can't hear a damn word. Th- three cheers for the police. Go on. Three cheers for the police. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not having any of it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's going down about as well as the Olympic torch. What I about imagine. three cheers for Fordy's rumour mill? Yeah, yeah. Three cheers for Fordy's rumour mill. Is <laughs> No. All right, three right, the Outriders are coming. Is this the moment? Oh, is the torch arriving? We've got the blues and twos. It's coming, it's coming. It's on a used Coca-Cola bus. <laughs> People are starting to climb up lampposts. Right, oh, so my I'll God, this really, is, this really is as it happens. There so are Coca-Cola... I'll, I'll stop using the brand name. They're flanked by a Mitsubishi 4x4 and six to eight Outriders. They make their way across Oxford Circus now, and they're playing some... So you also have a job which is a podcast. It's the Sugar Babes. Oh, sugar babes! Woo! Tell them to download the podcast. Where are the sugar babes? Where are the sugar babes? There's no sugar babes on that bus. Britain's only reporter at the scene is having a breakdown. Where's the bloody sugar babes? (laughs) (laughs) And he came in for the sugar babes. I don't... (laughs) Stop the politics. Oh, what a dumb... Where's the actual torch? Is that the torch? No, no, no. No, this is just the... This is the um, pre-match entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what's your name, mate? Ink. Ink. You are Ink. Yeah. Are you here to protest against Chinese no, treatment of no. Tibetan monks? No. no. What, what are you doing? I just want to see the torch. You want to see the torch? So do I. Coca-Cola have uh, sadly misled hordes <laughs> of people here. There's some more outriders. Virgin Atlantic. It's a huge, big advert. This thing. So, so Fordy, <laughs> we're enjoying your reporting, and it was nice that. But you did forget your main goal is to. Publish the podcast and please don't have a breakdown if the sugar babes aren't there <laughs> next time when you're live on air. Okay, what do you want me to do? Shout download the Russell and yeah. John podcast. Big time. When at the at the most at the very summit the of excitement when well, it's I got all really happening. excited when that bus started coming. Y- you certainly did. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that really came across. That was fun. <laughs> We're going to have a track now. Yeah. Okay. About the political situation in Tibet but- and Britain's. Metal prospect. You want to keep them. Um, re- we'll keep you on the line just in case it comes past while yeah, you're on air. Exactly. As, yeah, yeah. as soon as they come by, we'll come to you. Something big is going to happen. Do you think? I think something big well, is going to happen. In the, the meantime, let's have something very light-hearted. This is an Amor Normal a bit slash of fun board game combined. No, right. Hi, boys and John Brackets. Given that John is basically a tranny today, a bit harsh down from board. Well, check the webcam. He has a board game for you, right? Which you may or may not heard of. I would like to claim copyright for this, but then again, it's not something to be proud of, right? Down in Bournemouth, this is his board game. Me and my girlfriend play it before slash during love making. It basically involves trying to freak out your partner by impersonating their parents. So, I pretend to be my girlfriend's dad trying to freak her out, and she would pretend to be my mum to freak me out. First one to buckle loses. Very oh, unsanitary. That would, that would be very odd, wouldn't it? Imagine oh. someone trying to be your dad. So rubbing your sideburns, hey, bloody right! But me, you have me to, kids on the radio. <laughs> you have to stay within gender. Grab here. onto me bugger grips. You have to stay within gender. You can't do. You can do what you want. There's no. There's no rules within the game. Oh, imagine that! No, I don't want to. No, doesn't bear thinking about. That's, that's not a board game. It's a board game. Love making. What's that say about your love making? Oh, it's a slam. Yeah. Adam, do you want to give out your mobile number to that guy's girlfriend? 40, you're sugar live. Sugar babes in sight, I repeat. No sugar babes in sight. <laughs> right, go to it. Sorry about that if you're enjoying Paper Targets by the, the comedians. coming past now. Shout People it. are waving. Shout it, 40. There's the sugar babes. <laughs> They're like the Russell Allen and John Richardson podcast. 
Again. On sixmusic.co.uk. Again. Again. Uh, BBC.co.uk slash sixmusic. What's it called? The official podcast of the Tibet protest <laughs> and supporters of the Olympic <laughs> Games. Russell <laughs> Howard and John Richardson say again. Live. They've just gone past the sugar boats. I only saw the backside. Arguably the best. Oh, <laughs> 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 and he's gone. But the crowds are now oh. starting to disperse. Is it over? Is it yeah, it just went past. That was it. Oh. It's a bit of whistle blowing. People now heading down into the tube. People of all ages, sizes, races. 40, right, I want you to run as fast as you can to the studio. Now. Well, I'm coming now. I'm heading no. down into the tube. Run. I'll be there ASAP. Run. Cheers, Split. See you in a bit. Right. Go to the bar bar for the reload. All right, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what is he talking about? Well, that was that was really bad. We can only apologise. Um, sorry, that was Paper Tigers and the Comedians. We only got halfway through it. I was quite enjoying that. But Fordy started going, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> So we thought we should go to it, and it turned out it was just a slightly returned man looking at a bus. That was all, all we had to uh, to uh, to show you. Sorry about Idea that. Idea for a new feature. <laughs> Actually, Fordy looks at cars. Ah, ah, ah. He lost it about the sugar babes. I quite like Fordy and Inky. Yeah, yeah. Send them round uh, round the country. This girl's allowed. This girl. How can you cheat on her? How can? You, how did? Oh, hello. Oh, I just got a tattoo on her leg. Oh. What was all that about? .co.uk. He started mentioning the internet. All he said was download the podcast, and he started going, "Yeah, don't go, don't, co, don't, forward slash um, six music, which is you know, affiliated with the other digital radios." Shut up. Just say Russell Howard and John Richardson. Idiot. Lovable idiot. 40s rumour mill. With me, Matt Ford. He may be known as the <laughs> husband from hell, Les Battersby, but actor Bruce Jones isn't actually married anymore. He's been divorced seven times. <laughs> and, his, and his string of wives blame his bizarre lies for the breakdowns. <laughs> Jones is a happy-go-lucky kind of guy, but his desire for instant joy pushed the limits of reality to the edge. Jones already has a decent standard of living, but craved the adulation that millionaire's wealth would bring. <laughs> Late one night, while losing his wages on povertypoker.com, Jones hatched a plan so brilliant it would probably end his fifth marriage. <laughs> he woke up in the morning feeling refreshed and strangely free. As the morning sun warmed his face, Jones sprang up from his bed with a renewed sense of purpose. He could barely contain his delight when he got down to Capu's corner shop and bought a lottery ticket and a meat platter. <laughs> you all right, mate? asked the suspicious Capu. Jones, uh, Jones's muffled giggles. Just feeling lucky, mate. <laughs> Just feeling lucky. On the way... On the way back home, Jones swung by his missus's barbershop, the ruddy chop, and told her to finish early. <laughs> What's up with you? Are you feeling lucky? Bruce exploded into hysterics and legged it. That night, Jones had sat down to watch the National Lottery. On the edge of his seat, Jones was fizzing with raw energy at the pure excitement of his plan. He got the first four balls, then the fifth, then the sixth ball landed. The house went mad. Screams, whoops, and pandemonium reigned. That was until the voice on the TV said, Now for the Swiss ball draw. Delilah came down from the ceiling and said, hang on, they only do the Swiss ball draw on Wednesdays. And that's when Jones's latest plan to get some poontang came crumbling down. He videoed a previous episode of the lottery and brought those numbers in order to make his missus think he'd won it. But his plan was shattered when he played Wednesday's episode on Saturday. Instead of wealth, he got slapped around the face and necked a bottle of rum. He woke up covered in oven chips, something he still fails to be able to explain to this day. Lovely stuff. Well done, Matt Ford. An absolute pleasure. I'm still shaking from the exercise. Yeah. Ah. Do you want to tell everyone the route you took? Oh, for those of you that know the tube, I went north bound on the uh, Victoria Line, changed at uh, King's Cross St Pancras, west bound on the uh, Metropolitan Line, when I could have just walked around the corner. Fool of a took. I legged it down Great Portland Street and all. <laughs>
You right. can still see the sweat coming out, can't you? You certainly can. I can, mate. Yeah. But your hair hasn't moved. That's what's lovely. Dax. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> keeps it rigid, mate. You're welcome. Keeps it rigid. Oh, my God, that's got me the new advert. Dax. <laughs> keeps it rigid, mate. Keeps it rigid. Even when you sweat it. Six. Music. Talking of things you can find on the internet, you know. Uh, on YouTube, you can find this. There, we should explain what happened. Which right? one are we playing? We're going to play the, the lady falling over okay. first. Of all. This is possibly the most excellent collection of noises to come out of a human being when a human being has fallen on its face. Tell them what she does, and then but just bang the noise. First of all, she's stamping on grapes in a bucket with her co-presenter. She's an American lady, and she's saying things along. She's the- high up on a plinth. Yeah. she's a good three foot off the ground, and she's kind of so. Basically, <laughs> you stamp your feet against these grapes, and the grapes turn into wine. Is that how it works? And then she turns to her co-colleague and goes, "Stop." And uh, the co-colleague stops, and then she starts kicking furiously to to gain more wine. Then she tumbles, her face cracks into the floor, and this noise comes out of her. That is just wonderful, isn't it? It sounds like a Bruce Jones film. Straight back to the studio. Wow, I think she really took a tumble there, Judy. It is is the most... Oh, that has got to hurt. So if you want to find that on YouTube, you search uh, just Funny Fall, I think. uh, I tell you, I really, really wish that... I'm going to be slightly... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what you want to do. It does sound... It sounds a little bit sexual, doesn't it? It's, it's It's what I can imagine you, Fordy, do when you're in the throes of passion. I'm not gonna. Ah, I'm, I'm c- not gonna reveal the pr- the private goings on of my uh, basement. 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 Joking. I'm joking. It saw, all happens in the bedroom, and it's all above board. Yeah. Saw four with Matt Ford. In fact, that'd be a good. That'd be a good. <laughs> Stick out, <cow>, love. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> Which is good, but we also we also found this this week. This was on. Um, this has been quite widely played. You've been on holiday, but I thought we should play it anyway. Since okay. we we're the only ones who actually do a feature where this is relevant. All these other people jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, twerps. American historians have discovered what they think is the earliest recording of the human voice, made on a device which scratched sound waves onto paper blackened by smoke. It was made in 1860, 17 years before Thomas Edison first demonstrated the gramophone and featured an excerpt from a French song, Au Claire de la Lune. The, the award-winning screenwriter Abby Mann has died at the age of 80. He won an Academy Award in 1961 for Judgment at Nuremberg. Abby, excuse me, sorry. Abby Mann also won several Emmys, including, including one in 1973 for a, f- for a film which featured a, poli- a police detective called... <laughs> the character on whom a long-running TV series was eventually based. It's ten minutes past eight. Fighting between sheer militias and Iraqi government forces is into its... And then he continues. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, not only was that wonderful, we've just seen something absolutely fantastic. Type the words prank gone bad into YouTube and have ten of the best seconds of your life. 
<laughs> as you watch a man interview another man dressed as a clown leap out of a bin and a man punch him square in the face. <laughs> he gets chomped. <laughs> and he lands back in the he bin. Gets they did a whole montage on uh, oh, You've Been Framed God. with pranks, people leaping out and stuff. It's amazing. At least 60% of the time, the victim, their first instinct is to make a fist. Yeah, yeah. And even on You've Been Framed, you nearly see like an eight year old get tonked by his dad for <laughs> hiding in a box. That's extraordinary, isn't it? Oh, dear me. And that's an awkward thing. When, when uh, your girlfriend. Uh, pranks you and you do make the fist and you're that close to punching her in the face yeah it's not just pranks that uh, <laughs> 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 I'm joking I'm joking, I'm the joking. Co- this is daytime yeah, she, oh, no, sorry she undercooked your dinner Paulie put the kettle <laughs> on what did you call his ex you're lucky I don't give you a tap what do you mean, old meal? Who <laughs> <laughs> put your chains downstairs? Someone... I've got to, can I just clear this up? Because I don't want people thinking I'm some sort of national brute. I love my girlfriend. Aww. And that's why now. you have to tell her every now and again, innit? In the, yeah, <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> BBC Six Music. Russell Howard and John Richardson. Well, that was the podcast. Oh. A40. Yeah, mate. When can they listen to our show? They can listen to it 10 till 1 on Sundays. And or, yeah. What, what station is that, John? T- t- um, oh, I'm not good at this. Six you, you write it down six, and give it to me earlier. Six music. Seven, seven fish. Seven fish. Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, six music. Six music. I knew that. You can it's email just riffing. Russell.sixmusic at bbc.co.uk. Any questions, anything you'd like to know. Um, oh, hey, I tell you what. What? When you finish burping, we've got a whole load of new features coming next yeah. week, haven't we? Next week we've got all kinds of are stuff. We in, are we or are we not having a two-day meeting this week? We are, yeah. A two-dayer. Two-day session. Complete with stayover. Yeah, right. In case oh, ideas, in case, yeah. in case ideas come at three o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Exactly. We're going to get some wine on, get some chicken on. <laughs> you don't really drink, do you? I drink like a fish, mate. I'm mad. Never. Oh, I'm crazy, mate, yeah. Do you? I like a mojito now. Honestly, that thimble, he's almost worn it out. Oh. Bully, yeah. I don't get it. He doesn't drink a he has a couple of thimbles full and then he goes oh I'm drunk look at me um burp girls (laughs) and then he falls asleep kebab get me a kebab put Braveheart on I love Braveheart (laughs) what happens when when we get drunk together he sits at the end of my bed and goes right here's what's wrong with the world look at me (laughs) let's just go out let's see people no, 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 no. Once that happened in Leeds, yeah. and you went, let's just go out into the centre of town, and yeah. I said, on a Saturday night at one in the morning, you'll eat it. And we got there, and it was just full of idiots, and you pretended to like it. To what? Oh, isn't it brilliant <laughs> just watching people sick all the colours of the rainbow across the pavement of hope? I did say that. <laughs> it does sound like the kind of thing I would say. Anyways, uh, thanks for downloading. See you later. Try farewell. Everyone say bye. 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 BBC Six Music Podcasts. If you liked Russell Howard and John Richardson, try the Adam and Joe podcast. Download for free at bbc.co.uk slash six music.